Swineherd by Hans Christian Andersen, read by Anne Bryson. Once there was a poor prince. He had a kingdom which was quite small, but big enough to make him worth marrying, and marriage was what he wanted. Of course, it was pretty bold of him to ask the emperor's daughter, will you marry me? But he wasn't afraid, because his name was known far and wide and there were hundreds of princesses who would have said yes and thanked him too, but not her. Now we'll hear what happens. A rose bush grew on the grave of the prince's father, and what a lovely rose bush it was. It bloomed only every fifth year, and then with just one rose. But that rose smelt so sweet that you forgot all your worries and cares. The prince also had a nightingale, which sang as if it kept every lovely melody in its throat. He wanted to give the rose and the nightingale to the princess, so he put them in big silver boxes and sent them off to the palace. The emperor ordered the gifts to be carried ahead of him into the great hall, where the princess was playing companies coming with her ladies-in-waiting. That's all they ever did. And when she saw the boxes, she clapped her hands for joy. Oh, if only it were a little pussy cat, she said. But then out came the beautiful rose. It's so nicely made, said all the ladies in waiting. It's more than nice, it's pretty, the emperor said. But the princess touched it and looked as if she were about to cry. It's real, said all the ladies in waiting. It's real. Let's see what's in the other box before we get upset, the Empress suggested. And out came the nightingale. It sang so beautifully that it was hard to find anything bad to say about it right away. Oh, superb, you're charmant, the ladies in waiting said, for they all spoke French. Now, that bird reminds me of the dear departed Emperor's music box, an elderly courtier said. It has just the same tone and the same expressions. Yes, said the Emperor, and he cried like a little child. Yeah, well, I like refuse to believe that it's real, the princess said. But it is real, said the messengers who had delivered it. Okay, well, let it fly away, the princess said. There was no way she'd allow the prince to call on her. But the prince didn't let that stop him. He smeared his face with brown and black, pulled his cap down over his face and knocked on the door of the palace. Hello, Emperor. Is there uh, any chance of getting a job here at the castle? Oh, well, so many people ask, the Emperor told him. Um, you see... Well, actually, I think we might be looking for somebody to take care of the pigs. We have lots of pigs. So the prince was hired as the imperial swineherd. He got a miserable little room down by the pig pen, and that was where he had to stay. He worked all day, and by evening he'd made a pretty little pot with bells around the top. And as soon as the pot boiled... The bells chimed beautifully as they played the old song. Oh, de lieber Augustin, 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 oh, de lieber Augustin, alle is weg. 
But the most ingenious thing was, as soon as you held your finger over the steaming pot, you could smell what people were cooking all over town. Now that was something different from a rose. The princess went walking with all of her ladies-in-waiting, and when she heard the tune, she stopped and looked very pleased, for she too could play, Oh, believer Augustine. It was the only song she knew, but she could play it with one finger. Oh, that's the one I know. You must be a very cultured swineherd. Listen, right, go and, like, ask him how much the instrument costs. So one of the ladies was obliged to go in, but first she put on her wooden clogs. Oh, yeah, hi. Um, <clears throat> Just wondered uh, how much you want for the pot, the lady in waiting asked. I want ten kisses from the princess, the swineherd replied. Oh, good Lord, the lady in waiting said. I won't take less, the swineherd declared. Well, uh, what does he say? Oh, I really, I really can't say, the lady in waiting said. It's just too horrible. Oh, well, like, whisper it then? So she whispered. That's indecent, the princess exclaimed, and left right away. But she'd only gone a short distance when the bells chimed beautifully. Oh, du lieber Augustin, 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 oh, du lieber Augustin, alles ist weg. Listen, ask him if he'll, like, take ten kisses from my ladies-in-waiting. No, thanks, the swineherd said. Ten kisses from the princess, or I'll keep the pot. That's really too bad, the princess declared. But you have to shield me so that no one can see. The ladies-in-waiting surrounded her, spreading out their skirts. Then the swineherd got his ten kisses, and she got the pot. Oh, they had lots of fun. All evening and all the next day, the pot boiled. They knew what people were cooking all over town, from the chamberlains to the shoemakers. The ladies-in-waiting danced and clapped their hands. We know he's going to have uh, sweet soup and pancakes, and uh, we know he's going to have, like, porridge and cutlets. It's so interesting. Very interesting, the mistress of the royal pantry said. The swineherd, which is to say the prince, but they didn't know any better, they thought he was the genuine swineherd, didn't let a day pass without inventing something. Next, he made a rattle. When you swung it, it played all the waltzes and jigs and polkas known since the beginning of time. But that's superb, the princess said when she walked by. I've never heard a more lovely composition. Listen, go in and, um, like, ask him what the instrument costs, but I won't kiss him. He wants a hundred kisses for the princess, reported the lady who'd gone to ask. He's crazy, the princess said, and then she left. But when she'd gone, just a short distance, she stood still. Oh, um, one must, like, encourage the arts she added. I'm the emperor's daughter, okay? I mean, tell him he can have ten kisses, just like yesterday. The rest he has to get for my ladies-in-waiting. But we really don't want to, the ladies-in-waiting said. Nonsense, the princess told them. 
If I can like kiss him, you can too. And don't forget, I pay for your food and lodging. So the lady-in-waiting had to go back. A hundred kisses from the princess, he insisted, or everybody keeps what they have. Oh, for goodness sake, said the princess, hide me. All the ladies took up their positions, and then he kissed her. What's that commotion down by the pig pen? asked the emperor, who had stepped out onto the balcony. He rubbed his eyes and put on his glasses. It must be the ladies-in-waiting who are up to something. I'd better get down there. He pulled on his slippers, which were actually shoes that he'd flattened at the heel. Phew, how he hurried! As soon as he got to the pigsty, he walked very quietly. The ladies-in-waiting were so busy counting kisses to keep it honest, making sure the swineherd didn't get too many or too few, and they didn't notice the emperor. He stood on tiptoe. What's that? he claimed. When he saw what they were up to and kissing, he hit them on the head with a slipper, just as the swineherd got his eighty-sixth kiss. Out, the emperor ordered, for he was angry. And he banished both the princess and the swineherd from his empire. There she was. The princess cried while the swineherd scolded and the rain came pouring down. I'm so miserable, the princess said. If only I'd married the handsome prince. I'm like so unhappy. The swineherd went behind a tree, wiped the black and brown off his face, threw his filthy clothes away and stepped forward in his princely outfit. He looked so handsome that the princess had to curtsy at the sight of him. I've got nothing but contempt for you, he said. You didn't want an honest prince. You didn't understand the rose or the nightingale, but you were willing to kiss the swineherd for a plaything. You're on your own. Then he went into his own kingdom, closed the door, locked it, and she was left outside to sing. Oh, Tilly, Augustine, 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 oh, Augustine, Augustine, Augustine,